welcome to the conscious parenting show thank you for tuning in and choosing to become a more mindful parent after all your child deserves the best of you and now here's to your host gitika mrig hi welcome to the conscious parenting show in the last few days i grieved the loss of a dear friend who left us too soon being my first time losing someone so close i felt a variety of emotions i really didn't know how to process much like how a child doesn't know how to deal with the parent gone or the fact that his favorite toy is broken or lost or even spilt milk as simple i wish to discuss today about what loss means to children and to adults of course and some things we can do to accept that change let's begin but i want to first talk to you as a parent as an adult what's your perspective and how can you deal with a situation like this after all kids only imitate you and learn strategies from your behavior that they witness death of a loved one is probably the worst nightmare coming true for many of us such an inevitable event sends shiver down the spines of many of us i understand that no amount of logical reasoning can truly make you feel better the pain is so gut wrenching that you feel like punching anyone who says something like sab theek ho jayega beta or everything will be fine the denial to face it but the obviousness of the loss sitting right in your face is so mind numbing you can't do anything about it so when dealing with the loss the only way to deal with it is to go full on through the stages of grief and allow yourself to feel all the pain that you possibly can you eventually will have to face it but trust me i tried the ignore your pain trick in the beginning and it made me the most irritable louis say once said broken heart is an open heart and a grief expert terry daniel said it's an opening to a new world a new self higher awareness and spiritual growth whatever you allow to come in and it leads to greatest peace in life terry has herself gone through the process of grief as she lost her 16 year old son to a rare disease her strategy shared on npr has truly come to me as blessing in the last few days allowing me to at least even look at my grief i would like to share some of her thoughts with you let's look at some of her strategies firstly she mentioned the most important point spend time with your grief crying is for losers is the mentality that we've all grown up with but in times of deep wounds allowing yourself to feel your grief and the pain it brings might be your only relief from that pain we want to find a place where we can be present with it rather than in resistance to it make it a routine like you brush your teeth sit with your grief and allow it to feel you allow the grief to overwhelm you and engulf you and when it does use some of the mindfulness tools such as journaling meditating tapping or speaking to professional to let it all out the objective is to build awareness about this grief that you're feeling and how it this change has impacted you 
knowing the impact will give your grieving process a direction this will be the most important part of your process and as you acknowledge you work towards getting used to living a life without your loved one and build a healthy connection with them a connection that you carry for the left rest of your life in your heart if you feel any resentment anger fear towards your loved one let it all out work through it don't ignore that's not the image that you want to carry spend time with your grief the second approach that she suggested was that grief is a lifelong journey and you can choose what kind of a journey you want terry said that while the acute pain goes away the memory of the loved one remains with us for a lifetime and you can choose how you choose to deal with this grief you can continue to feel hurt or you can continue to keep the good memories alive and accept that life goes on and you know when you build a healthy connection with your loved one grieving will become a beautiful process it will be like remembering them instead of missing them or feeling empty esther hicks a spiritual speaker lost her husband to cancer and she constantly closes her eyes and tunes into her husband like dialing him on the phone and speaking to him when she's at home she feels he guides her and is with her at all times so ritual seem to really help a lot you're continuing to give space to your grief but also choosing how you choose to feel about it isn't that beautiful you don't give that much power to grief you take the power in your hands grief can be expressed i really enjoyed this point because uh, somewhere we all feel grief inside us and we are all going through it but you remember those times when you're talking to someone about an issue that is bothering you and somehow a lot of things come out that you didn't think about or the question or the and you end up answering a few questions that you didn't think about a perspective presents and you find new opinions you find new ways to approach it similarly expressing your grief can be really powerful to her to release the hurt and resentment apart from talking to people many 12 step programs in the us that he- help handle grief allow you to express yourself with various activities such as painting playing musical instruments baking journaling and many other things I read about this woman who began painting as part of her grieving process. For the first few months, her canvas was painted black with violent strokes of red. Imagine how much anger she would hold within her. But about after 8 months, she started using other colors and reduced the use of the color black. Eventually, she became a professional painter and used her art to teach others how to express their emotions. By something very similar to color therapy. So allowing yourself to release your grief does more good than trying to wake up and simply trying to move on every morning. Another direction that was suggested was find the balance between loss and repair. It is impossible to not miss your loved one, right? After they're gone, you think about them, you remember them fondly or you remember them and think that all the things that you guys had planned together and wanted to do together but couldn't and in all of this it is possible to go back to the stages of denial and think like why did this happen to me i feel like a victim i am the victim here he left me alone 
and if you really insist and push hard denial and victimhood can become the journey of your grief and remember the journey of your grief is lifelong it serves no purpose though victimhood and denial it only keeps you stuck for the rest of your life given that your loved ones would have wanted you to be happy and hope that we somehow start to <laughs> look at the brightest side of life being a little mindful can help you turn your feelings of victimhood into feelings of restoration how can i recover from this loss ask questions like what might give me some peace what can i do that will help me heal this broken heart journaling here becomes a very very important tool a walk in nature is always nurturing find things that help you rejuvenate and make your soul happy you can choose to be happy not for the lifetime you don't have to ditch that loved one and not think about them at all but you can choose to be happy in that very moment when you're feeling the pain choose what you want to think about being mindful is only in that moment after all and that moment is all that you can control and coming back to what louise said broken heart is an open heart after a big loss the only thing we want is that nothing else changes i have had enough i have lost the light of my life i don't want anything else to be changing stop changing i can't deal with it anymore but loss and grief brings only changes in your life in your relationships in your passions in how you feel to express your love change remains the only constant and why not a big change like this allows you to reflect and make the adjustments that give you some relief some people open charities work to help develop cures for diseases other find passion and work towards it some do volunteer work and some move to other cities and start afresh once you feel grief can now be your friend welcome new changes into your life not all of it go step by step These were some of the ideas that Terry shared which I felt were very helpful. But to understand the truth of life in Bhagavad Gita it's written that death is certain for one who has been born. Therefore you must not lament over the inevitable. The words are so harsh but so true. It's the law of nature. Never seen the sky cry over the passing clouds. Never seen the moon cry over the setting sun. Remember all the good things all the ways the person taught you things and make you made you and helped you grow as a human being are the great ways to remember him and pay your respects remembering the silly ways your dog showered his love on you is the greatest gift you can cherish forever keep these memories alive in your heart but this is all about the adults who are smart and understand the process of life and the inevitability of death but what about children children deal with uh, de- death and grief in slightly different manner while you can use some of the same strategies for helping them grieve like acknowledging understanding what has happened and so on the hardest part in the whole process of helping your child deal with grief is how to talk to them about it so let's make this very clear in the beginning itself 
terming the death of a favorite pet as we sent him to a big farm where he can run around or grandpa went for a business trip on a long long journey and will only come back after a couple of years this is not the right thing to do for your child this is not the right way to deal with it acknowledging the truth and the grief that comes with it is extremely important for your child to understand what has happened he deserves it so how do you communicate with your children about death especially when you are so vulnerable you may address the situation directly use simple words such as someone has died and explain the consequences to them you will not be able to meet them anymore beta repeating regularly might be extremely essential kids tend to zone out of information being clear and honest about your statements and replies will help them gain clarity and set the right expectations after years they should not be waiting for their grandpa to return from the business trip they may even ask you questions which would require honest answers if you feel like you're too emotional about the situation ask for help with from another adult but address the questions don't shove it under the rug and most importantly in all of this let your child see you sad let your child see you upset when children see their parents sad or upset it can help them express their own feelings easily it makes them feel that it's okay to feel sad and upset it might even help them explore some feelings they never knew about like i did in the last few weeks so now once the hard part of telling them what has happened is over now comes their response to the loss or the grief some kids might become extremely quiet some kids might cry they might take a lot of time to grieve and come out of it allow them that time as much as you would allow it to yourself do note that children might grieve in doses one moment they are crying and the other moment they begin playing let them be children might become clingy might want to sleep with you in the bed need you to feed them take care of them bathe them clothe them allow as much as you are comfortable with children don't grieve only by crying so observe their behavior carefully and speak to them if you notice something different some children also might wet their bed or not sleep at all speak to a specialist about it among many other ways to deal with grief children might feel the need to take responsibility to take care of you if they see you sad and upset they might ask you not to cry or try to feed you allow them but talk to them about allowing yourself to feel the feelings encourage them to feel their feelings too ask them how they feel about the situation or what they will miss the most about that person or your pet and the most important part make them a part of your grieving routine a beautiful way would be to set some time aside every day to talk about the loved one that passed away kids might not naturally do it help them light a candle with them every day together for that person it is very important for children to learn from these experiences and not let them slide i always believe that for kids feeling their emotions can be a great self awareness experience for them 
allowing them to feel an interesting thing that i noticed amongst children grieving is that they grieve the same way about losing a pet as they feel about spilt milk on the floor they cannot differentiate between the intensity of the situation at least this is true for kids till the age of 4 4 1/2 therefore parents witness multiple breakdowns among their toddlers and preschoolers in each situation allow them time and help them find closure by closure i mean if a, if a glass of milk is spilt help them mop the milk and help them fill another glass and sit down with them rather than asking them to sit down quietly in the corner and i will clean the floor what have you done they understand that something wrong has happened allow them to feel well that's the ideas that i wanted to share with you about grieving thank you for listening to this episode i would like to dedicate this episode to my friend rahul who left us recently for a better place thank you for making our lives better with your presence and to my listeners thank you for listening